0: Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? participate in live interactive chat 24 7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media stop by now and join in on the fun
1: Anna from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom.
0: This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on
2: LiveParanormal.com.
3: Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on com. This is True
0: TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost hunters, author, Marley Gibson. And you're, you're listening, listening to ghost, ghost host, Sophia Temporelli.
4: And Michael Perry.
5: And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and weekly
6: Paranormal Weekly.
0: Weekly at liveparanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on liveparanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost
5: Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Teparelli on LiveParanormal.com.
3: Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Teparelli on LiveParanormal.com.
6: This is author Alexandra
1: Holzer... And you're listening to ghost host, Sophia Temporelli.
5: Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of
2: 30-odd minutes, founder of ghostvillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books. And you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on liveparanormal.com.
3: This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, an executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Tune
6: in.
0: Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com.
6: This is April with Psychic Housewife in New Jersey, featured on the travel channels, The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal.
1: Congratulations, Sophia. I love you, and I'm so proud of you.
5: That's right. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And thank you, April. That was Psychic April. She was uh, last weekend's guest. And great readings on air live uh, for a caller, Maria, for Sophia, and fantastic show. So check out the archive show. They're available on Blog Talk Radio. Also, too, on LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com for archive shows. Welcome to the show. Uh, feel free to call in 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316 as well. Feel free to jump into the live paranormal.com chat room. It only takes a second to get an avatar and you're part of the LP family here. We'll be posting links for our guest here throughout the show in the liveparanormal.com chat room. As today, we welcome middle-aged and creeped out podcast hosts and paranormal investigators Todd Hedges, Sean Lehman, and Nathan Lauks. Everyone visit Facebook, Middle-Aged and Creeped Out. Also Twitter, at M-A-A-C-O Podcast. That's at M-A-A-C-O Podcast. Upcoming uh, next week, we have OC Paracon founder, producer, and broadcaster Henry San Miguel. Uh, so that will be the 24th next weekend. Uh, two weeks from today, Sophia will be part of the Sunday broadcaster panel on October 2nd. So for full speaker lineup and tickets, ocparacon.com. That's ocparacon.com again. Henry San Miguel next week's guest. Author and uh, author Rob Gutro promotes his latest release, Ghosts of England. That'll be uh, three weeks from today. So that'll oh actually this is going to be November 5th that he's going to be on. Bent uh, Light Communications founder and SETI researcher William Lawrence will be on the program on November 12th. Warren Foundation Director and Piers Founder, Investigator and Impasse, Bill Slevin will be on November 19th. Uh, October, we have uh, networks that are booking their guests. So we're going to learn of those shortly and add those in. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli on liveparanormal.com, the Facebook fan page to learn about those guests as we learn of them real time. They're just starting to come in, so you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. Uh, check out com, the Facebook group page. Also, check out the membership packages. They start as low as $2.99 a month. And Rob Sarek, the site founder, he's great at rewarding everyone in, in who are members. So a lot of autographed books by some of your favorite paranormal authors uh, right there in the memberships packages. Tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern on Live Paranormal, there will be Beyond the Screen and Ghostlight Radio, as well as monthly Mondays right here at Chip Coffee of A&E's Paranormal State, Psychic Kids. And now continuing on with Kindred Spirits, He's Here Mondays Monthly, as well as Ben Hansen, Amy Goodwin, David M. Roundtree, Stefan Bragati, Andy and Michelle Coppick, Ken Gearhart, and many more on this very network. If you miss anything, archive shows, they're available on the homepage of liveparanormal.com. as free MP4 iTunes downloads. And here are the ghost hosts. Sophia, congratulations on over 11 years of broadcasting on this network.
1: Thank you. I can't believe it's been 11 years.
5: You're doing a fantastic job. 11 years, they've added ghosthunting.com, so you can listen there as well. You've got all these pages. You've got the Twitter, all the Instagram stuff and everything. And where can everybody find you?
1: I'm on Twitter, at TophieTemporary. It's one L, and Instagram, just at TophieTemporary.
5: Yeah, and you were a guest on these guys' shows today. and I mean, you were a guest on their show. They're on your show today. Tell us about your guest.
1: Today, we welcome Middle-Aged and Creeped Out podcast hosts and paranormal investigators, Todd Hedges, Sean Lehman, and Nathan Lauks. Everyone visit middle on Facebook, Middle-Aged and Creeped Out, Twitter, at M-A-A-C-O podcast. Let's welcome them into the show.
6: All right, I'm
5: trying, it usually means there's a lot of people there. That a lot of people are enjoying the show. Okay, finally, have you guys unmuted. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks.
1: Hey. Thank you guys so much for coming on. It's great talking to you guys again.
3: Same to you. We're excited.
1: So to start off, I mean, can you tell the audience how each of you, you know, got interested in the field of the paranormal and, you know, just how that interest sparked for you? Um, If you want to start, Todd.
3: Okay. Um, As we said on our podcast, I started as a kid. Uh, My dad loved Mm -hmm horror movies and, and scary stuff and uh, there were some movies that my mom and dad uh, let me see that I, they probably should not have that uh, scared me to death um, but yeah at, at an early age I, I just gravitated towards the creepy scary movies and uh, I love ghost story and then as I got older mm-hmm. you know um, it, you know I started listening to podcasts uh, and I was like man I can I can do this you know and so um, I, I thought about about different uh, topics or genres and then I thought man I'm gonna talk about the paranormal um, because that's it's fun it's kind of an escape from you know the craziness in this world it's uh, it's yeah it's just it's just something I've always liked and enjoyed uh, whether it's a, a good creepy story a horror movie uh, like going to haunted houses so um, yeah so from an early age you know I'd say probably eight or nine years old is when I started really liking this type of uh, genre and and uh and it's fun and um you know, and I never went on investigations until uh the three of us got together and um you know, c- a couple of years ago. So um that's just another element. So yeah, that's how I got started.
1: That's amazing. Um it's incredible how things just really show up at a young age. Um but how about for you, Sean and Nathan?
2: For me, uh I can my simplest answer is Todd made me do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I'm the same thing as Todd. I, from a, a young age, it's very nostalgic. We just did an episode actually talking about our top five favorite horror movies, and we all got the mm-hmm. chills talking about some of our favorite horror movies. So as a kid, I love to be scared, and I love to scare people. I try not to do that anymore because I know that people have heart issues. But um, it's funny because, like, it just it brings back, like, some people hate it. Like, there are people that are like, I don't like scary stuff. It's like, yeah, but you should mm-hmm. still try to listen to it. We bring a light edge to some of the paranormal and scary. We make it almost enduring. So uh, I just do, we, when Todd started talking about doing a podcast, we were talking about cars and sports and, you know, paranormal. And it was one of those things where it's like, we could do this forever with paranormal. And there's such a, we all have an energy uh, that we bring to it that we just have a passion for and love it. So, and I love, I'm a Y guy. I always will be. And I think that's a big thing for me. Is I'm always looking for the whys. I don't. I know I'll go to my grave probably not understanding or knowing all the answers, but that's part of the fun of life.
6: Absolutely. Uh,
4: as far as me, it's sort of the same thing. I've always been in in uh the horror genre movies from a young age. And then uh, I was my birthday is October thirteenth, so I grew up every October watching Friday the thirteenth and It just got integrated into me. And then I've always had the fascination of like um, abandoned buildings and Mm -hmm. if they're haunted and that kind of stuff is like, well, I don't know anybody that would go do that stuff with me. And,
6: Mm -hmm.
4: you know, lo and behold, they came and asked me if I want to be part of this And, and we've, you know, gotten to befriend a bunch of different people in this, genre and uh quite a few of them as paranormal investigators and we've tagged along and uh, sort of living out that dream of being able to investigate these haunted locations It's it's a lot of fun absolutely
1: for sure i mean it's amazing when you can find people that have you know similar interests and then you know be able to just work with them in the field is so amazing. And for the three of you, how did you guys initially meet and then ultimately start your podcast?
2: Um, I can explain with Todd and I, we met in a baseball dugout. Our, our sons, what was that, 2017? Uh-huh. 2017. I moved in, uh, to Plainfield where we're at here in Indiana um, in 2016 mm-hmm. with my family. And our boys were both playing on the same baseball team. And we met. We just talked. And that's how we became friends. And we started, Todd's a big, you know, he's very social, and uh, he would have guy nights out. And so I would always get invited. And so I met a lot of other people through these guy nights. And then COVID hit, and nobody could go out. I mean, nobody could. And then once the restrictions started, like, being lifted, nobody wanted to. So Todd's like, dude, you still want to go get something to eat? And I'm like, sure. So it was just him and I going out on these, quote, unquote, guy nights.
6: Mm -hmm. And we were
2: talking about how awful things were in COVID. And we were talking, I mean, mental health was a big thing. We talked about our own and then the people mm-hmm. around us. But just, let's, let's be honest, the suck of life during yeah. that period. And he started telling me he was go- had gone down and, and visited with his friends, Hillbilly Horror Stories, um, Jerry and Tracy Polly. And he, I was like, what? You got friends that are podcasters? He's like, yeah, I got like three of them. And I told him, I'm like, man, that's interesting because I love listening to Joe Rogan and other, a whole bunch of other podcasts and i told him i'm like dude you should do a podcast you're a really good talker you know you love to talk and he's very extroverted i'm i'm extroverted but i'm mm-hmm. also more of an introverted part so it's funny cuz he was like a couple of time a couple of dinners later he said uh, you know i'm going to do that podcasting thing but i want you to come with me and we were and i i thought of every reason not to do it and then the more we talked about it it was like two little kids saying, oh, we could do this, and he started ordering equipment, and my sister came up with a logo, and it was, what, two days, maybe three, before we started actually recording the first episode that we didn't have a sound engineer or anybody that knew. We, we thought we could just kind of, like, BS our way through mm-hmm. it, and my wife had said, I've been friends with Nate for a long time, and, and um, our wives are very close. They have, they've been friends for 20 years by now, and so they... He she's like, you know, Nate would probably do the sound engineer if you just asked him. I'm like, oh, he's too busy. and You know, there's no way he's going to want to do that. So I asked him. He's like, sure. And uh, so that was the first time that Todd and Nate met was that night that we recorded the first episode. So from there, it was just – I told him it was like ma- uh, magic in a bottle, you know.
3: Yeah. Sophia, um, when I went down to visit Jerry and Tracy uh, in 2019, I wanted to get an idea of what it looked like to even – podcast like I had listened to them for two or three years and um, and we had you know communicated corresponded and um, I had already and I went to the live show when they were here in Indianapolis in 2018 I went to a live show here in Indy uh, a podcast that they did um, and loved it anyway so I I had met them and I just said hey do you mind if I came down and sat with you guys just to see how it's done you know I, I don't come from a radio background I've never done a podcast I you know certainly haven't done TV and they're like, Yeah, absolutely. So I went down on a Saturday morning, or a Saturday afternoon and uh, they at that time they recorded just out of their bedroom and uh, I mean their show is awesome. They're they're friends of ours first and foremost, but they are our podcast uh, gurus, you know, they're they're who we count on to for, you know, uh, ideas and information or, you know, just the support and um, they've taught us a lot. But I just I sat in there and you know, I just like man, I've never even sat in front of a microphone. So just watching them do it and uh, they actually let me speak a little bit. Like, I thought I was just going to sit there and just take notes and watch. And they were like, no, you can, you know. So I introduced my name and all that. And um, I came away with the bug. I thought, I want to do this. And then it's like, okay, how do I do <laughs> I mean, like, meaning, like, I saw it, but it's like, I still got to do it. You know, I can watch all day long. But I'm like, oh, man. And so that's when I, I said, do I want to do it by myself? And Sean kept saying, yeah, you, you do great. You, you got to do a podcast. And then, like, like he said, I, I approached him, and he's like, Oh, I, I I don't know how I'm gonna find the time. I've got a wife, four kids, they're all sports. and I go, I get it, I have the wife, two kids and you know, and, and then he jumped mm-hmm. at it pretty quick after that. And so it was awesome. And then like <laughs> Sean said, we're what, two days before <laughs> recording. I'm <laughs> like, uh we can talk all day long, but um if nobody's there to do the sound and the and the recording, it ain't gonna happen. And so I was stressed. Jerry probably said, Well, I can I can help you, you know, walk you through it, you know, I've got the same equipment and a buddy of mine that I worked with at the church, he's like Yeah, you can call me. I'll walk you through it. I'm like, oh, man. So I started stressing. Then when Sean said, I've got a guy. His name's Nate. He goes, he's a great guy. You're going to love him. I said, awesome. Get him in here. (laughs) And so then when I met Nate the first night of recording, I felt like I'd known him for 10 years. And it just, yeah, it just went from there. And uh, it just couldn't have worked out any better. It, It was just too good. So, yeah, so that's how it all happened.
1: Well, that's amazing. I mean, you guys have such great chemistry, so it's great you guys were all able to come together like that and, you know, start middle-aged and creeped out podcasts. Um, And I know you guys were talking about, you know, having kids as well. Um, Do your children have any interest in the field, um, or is it kind of just like, you know, your guys thing? Or do your family members also, you know, take interest in that?
4: I know my my two boys, they Mm -hmm. – with it, Um, they ask questions, and, you know, what's your topic for tonight, and talk to them about it, and they listen to it here, you know, sporadically, Um, and then uh, there was one episode where Todd couldn't make it, Uh, he was sick, or, yeah, I believe he was sick, and uh, so we just asked my youngest boy, Dane, if he wanted to sit in for Todd, and he's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that was a gargoyle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he got a, a taste of it, and he really enjoyed it. He did great, by
2: the way. Go <laughs> me... Yeah, I uh... – oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say that's amazing your son was able to step in, but um, go ahead.
2: My, as far as – my son also got to be on one of the episodes we had uh, planned. Harrison, he's my oldest. He did haunted stadiums. And he did a good job, too. He loves mm-hmm. sports. But uh, he keeps asking when he's going to be on again. I have a daughter, uh, Claire. She has zero interest. She hates being scared. She has zero interest ever being on here. But I've told her that it is always – I'm like, the invitation is always open. I have a younger son, William. He's a little – yeah, he's 10, and he's asked me when he can come on. But uh, So he has an interest. Um, and then our, my youngest daughter, Ella, she I, – I, we've almost replaced me with her because she's so – she's nine. And she loves things that are mm-hmm. scary, and she is, uh, she's she got nerves of steel. So I'm pretty sure uh, any time that uh, I need to be replaced, uh, she's going to be up for it. But the only problem is she's not middle-aged
3: yet. Right. <laughs> That's one reason I ruined that. Yeah, she's
1: nice. a little far. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, she's, this, yeah. She's funny, though. She
4: is. Uh, um, another story about Ella. Oh, yeah. We used to – the first uh, few episodes were recorded over at Sean's house, and oh yeah. And his wife would go in there and she'd have her ear to the floor <laughs> in her bedroom and she, what would you doing? I'm listening to the podcast. <laughs> right below <laughs> her. I
3: forgot about it. <laughs> so cute. So cute.
5: Oh yeah. Um,
6: out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I um yeah, my kids so I have a fourteen year old daughter and a eleven uh, year old son. They both love the creepy stuff. Um, they love serial killers. My daughter kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, I don't know if I should be creeped out or proud. I am proud, um, but no. But she she loves documentaries on all of that, and she'll say, "Dad, you, did you uh, know about this?" I'm like, "Yeah," or I'm like, "Oh no, tell me," you know. And then um, uh, and Elijah was on one of our episodes. I think it was Island of the Dolls. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. he So he was on that episode on a, on a mini. Um, my daughter doesn't listen to our podcast because she's a fourteen-year-old. I mean, she's busy with her TikTok and friends and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But she definitely she loves scary movies. She loves horror movies. She just watched The Shining, uh, and then we watched. Uh, she watched that with her mom, and that's her favorite movie now. And then uh, we watched Doctor Sweet as a, as a family, and she loved that. So yeah, I would say my kids they love Halloween. They love uh, that was actually my. Uh, son and daughter's first scary movie. I'm that's my favorite movie of all time. The original 1978. And, uh, we watched it together and they loved it. And that kind of started it with the whole scary movie, you know, stuff. And then, um, but yeah, they love the season. They love the October and dressing up. And, uh, now I'm just trying to get into haunted houses. Uh, they're, oh, yeah. yeah, they've been kind of like, they love the horror creepy stuff, but I think they're just now thinking maybe they can handle the haunted house aspect, you know, but, um, but yeah, and my, and my wife, even my wife, uh, you know, we've known each other See, we've been together since '06, and um she loves the paranormal and scary movies like i do and um you know it's, it's fun it's, it's a fun fun stuff to do as a family <laughs> i would say
1: well that's great you're able to do it as a family but i can tell the creeped out part comes from the fear of a teenage girl with an obsession of serial killers
3: <laughs> she, i'm telling you she she knows a lot, and I'm like, wow! Like she knows. Like so most she'll say, "Did you know this?" or "She knows that." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And there's some things she'll say. Well, did you know this about him? I'm like, oh no! I'm like, how did you hear that? She's like, YouTube. Or I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, she does. She, yeah, she loves serial killers. Yeah, you know, she's fascinating. I, I, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, it's the uh. No, sorry, but I mean, like you know, she knows they're bad people, but she's just fascinated. I think that's like all of it. It's such a crazy thing that Mm -hmm. people do, and, like, I would not ever fathom to be a serial killer. And I think that's her idea. She's just like, they're so out there and and crazy, but yet it's interesting and fascinating to learn why they do what they do Mm -hmm. and how did they start. Um, Yeah, so it's – but it's fun. It's cool.
2: We tell Todd all the time that it's like Metallica, sleep with one eye open with her.
6: Yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I think my dad feels that way sometimes too. You, you know, I think they say oh, girls are the majority of watching, uh, like, serial killer documentaries and, like, Dateline and everything. But um, yeah, yeah I am, right. he, he hears so much stuff from the internet. I think my dad hates when I start spouting off facts about random stuff. My mom loves it. I was doing that this morning, but with, like, not serial killers. It's like, authors and stuff and uh yeah my dad's like oh god do you need to do it
6: again but you he, he's he, he <laughs> right said, i right. love it. That. that's funny that was one of thing to be a
5: fan so
6: <laughs> right Isn't, right yeah
2: um oh Good. by the way uh side note their bourbon uh blackened is fantastic nate and i uh, highly recommend that by the way <laughs> that's an off that's a whole off topic Sophia, when we had you on, we were so like. First mm-hmm. of all, we were honored to have you on, and it was a great uh, inter- oh, get that interview. Oh, thank you. But it was. We all said afterwards, like she is so mature, and the, the experiences she's had, and the way she looks at life is so just wild, and we loved it. So we being here is is
3: just a complete honor, truly. Well, we heard all the names mm-hmm. like in the before we came on of all the different little sound bites and all the people, and I was telling the guys, I'm like. These, these names are big names. This is, they're like celebrities in the, in the paranormal. And I'm like, and they've got us three on here. You know, I'm like, we we're truly on it. We're like blown away. As I'm talking, I'm like, am I really doing this interview with Sophia Temporelli? So it's, it's uh, we're, we're Thank just, you. No, no, seriously. And like Sean said, you did a great job on our show. A um, lot of downloads. I know people are enjoying it. And we just learned a lot from you. And you are, I, I, you're just, a, um, you're not a kid, but you're not in your 40s or 50. You're not middle aged <laughs> and all the things yeah. she's done Yeah, from such an early age. I was telling my mom about we were gonna be on your show today and she goes, Is that the one that um started out really young? I go, Yes. I said she was an investigator since like seven or eight years old. I said she's had her show since she was, you know, grade school. I said, Yeah, she's the one she goes, Oh, I love her so much. She was so fun. So you you've got oh, you've got big oh, my so mom. Sweet.
1: <laughs> Thank you, that's <laughs> so nice.
3: Oh,
6: cool.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm very happy to have you guys on today. I mean, it was so great, you know, just getting to interact with you guys on the show and, you know, um, just hear about your backgrounds and getting to have you guys on and learn more about you today, I think is um, really great. And um, I think it's amazing too the way you guys do involve your kids, um, you know, as someone who started so young Um it's just nice to have that parental support, whether, you know, you don't want anything to do with it. You still have someone you can go to if you do have an experience or someone who full blown wants to know about the serial killers and anything to do with something creepy, you know, you have that parent to, you know, support you and, you know, encourage your interest. So, you know, you don't feel ashamed of it and you can progress with, you know, the love and support of your family.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, I have my wife. She doesn't uh, really care for this genre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't listen to our show. She's supportive. She's happy that I enjoy it, but yeah. she doesn't like her. She doesn't like horror movies. But yet she's constantly calling me. She's it's been twice now at work. <laughs> we record at my house, and uh, she sent me a video of our fan in our living room spinning backwards. Mm -hmm. I just walked in the room. The fan is spinning backwards. It's not on. What is going on? I don't know. I sent a ghost emoji emoji at her. He's like, whatever you guys are doing in this house, you need to stop. (laughs) I don't know. Can't stop, stop, won't stop. So then She called me again another morning while I'm at work, and she was coming downstairs from our bedroom, and she's like, I just walked down the stairs, and all of a sudden I just started hearing eerie music. And I went and checked on the boys. Both of them are asleep. What what is playing eerie music? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm at work. I I, I don't know. She's like, I don't like this.
6: (laughs) You guys need to stop.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah I don't think I would like the creepy music playing either there's just some things that are just like a little too weird that's <laughs> like one of them I'm like ah uh, no um, but well, I, I that is her, amazing that yeah, happening. I her,
4: what do you have a soundtrack to your life playing like a movie yeah <laughs> it's like, I don't know I don't have an explanation for it I think the ear
3: music's the scariest part because he said that he thinks the fan is, well was it, the
6: air conditioner? Yeah, the it, the maybe there was
4: some furniture around. I thought maybe the air blowing out of the register caught the fan and started moving it. But but the music, to me, that's, I'm
3: like, no, wait a minute, what's up with that? Because so, yeah, uh, you know,
4: there's
2: no. I mean, what could it be? Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that was creepy for the two. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, just funny that she's getting the experience. Yeah, she's she has doing. a life to Sam, yeah. and She doesn't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. We had our uh, recently Sophia the. Um, uh, we have <laughs> had a podcast dog Sam, is mm-hmm. uh, Nate and Rachel's dog, and uh, he passed away a few weeks ago. And I keep blaming oh, I'm so him sorry. I'm like it's Sam. Oh yeah, it's he. He was getting to be an old man. Yeah, and, it, it, was, it was getting to that time. So. Yeah, he appreciates the sorry. He's forever linked to this show, which is awesome. But I keep saying, I think it's just Sam. He's our biggest fan, and he's coming back to say hello. <laughs> yeah, never
1: know. Yeah, no, I fully believe that too. I mean, I had a dog come back after he passed away, and it's it's just amazing, you know, that bond with animals and how they will come back and visit you and check on you and everything. I mean, it's just. Dogs are so amazing, even when they pass on. They're just always there for mm. you.
2: I had a dog, too, Jack, that I felt like my wife and I both had experiences where he came back to us uh, multiple mm-hmm. times and had uh, my kids. My oldest son, Harrison, you're talking about um, kids and their experiences. My oldest son, he doesn't anymore. He's still got a – he's very close to children and animals. But when he was young, he says that uh, a lot of animals understand what they were saying to him. Uh, he, like, their own – is like, telepathically. And he asked me, he's like, Dad, is that normal? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, that's not something I could ever do, but I think you just have a special link. And then as he got older, he's lost at least that ability to hear, but I think he still feels their energy pretty well, so he's pretty close to him. So I think that's really cool. Um, I think we all have a bit of a sixth sense uh, to, you know, these extra sensory uh, abilities that a lot of times we just don't realize, but, but that was uh, that's something that I, I think is really cool. Animals are, they, they do, they have a special energy that we tap into it, it is, it is pretty remarkable.
1: Absolutely. And I do know we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with more questions.
5: It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com, and it looks like with Nate, if you look on his Facebook, his dogs Wyatt and Fergie have a pretty big litter there, so he'll be haunted for a long time with the dogs and his family. Feel free to call him to the show, 347 202 0316, that's 347-202-0316 as well. Feel free to jump into the liveparanormal.com chat room. We're posting our guest links into the chat room too as we speak. As Today we welcome middle-aged and creeped out podcast hosts and paranormal investigators Todd Hedges, Sean Lehman, and Nathan Houks. Everyone visit uh, middle-aged and creeped out on Facebook and Twitter at M-A-A-C-O podcast. The ghost host show with Sophia Temporelli. We'll be right back with the late edition of the show.
4: Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com.
0: For joining us on History FM Radio on liveparanormal.com and history.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? participate in live interactive chat 24 7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media stop by now and join in on the fun Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com.
5: Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to ghost (laughs) host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of of voiceovers (laughs) now. I love
1: it, you know? Uh, It's almost like we didn't leave break.
5: That's right. Poor Dave left out uh, the audio bites there. Okay, j- trying to unmute everybody there. Sophia and, okay, Todd, Sean, and Nate, got you guys back in the studio.
1: Hey, guys. Thank We're you here. so much for coming on today.
5: Yeah, thank yeah, you. No problem. Thank you.
1: So, um, getting back into the show, can you tell the audience um, what have been some of your past investigations? And also, I know you've I believe did an investigation recently. If you want to tell the audience about that as well,
3: yeah, sure. So uh, was it was last March. Yeah, uh, we did Waverly Hill in Louisville, uh, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the first time first time any of us had been there. And that's, of course, one of the hot spots that a lot of investigators and tourists want to go see. And so, being in you know central Indiana, it's not that far, which is extra cool. Um, Erin Eggnass, who we've had on our show uh, a couple of times, she's a uh, paranormal investigator. She lives up in northern Indiana, and we've become really good friends with her. And she was hosting a, a tour, and they and an investigative uh, – oh, and I was just investigating uh, Waverly Hill. So, yeah, like 8 at night to 8 in the morning. And she was trying to get like a group of maybe 20, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh? And so, yeah, we signed up for that real quick. And um, I think we had at least close to that. Uh, it was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And um was evening. And, man, I'm telling kind you, of that place was awesome. I mean, I, we couldn't wait to get there. We've seen the pictures. I, we, you know, we've seen the videos. And and when you're there in person, it's overwhelming because it's so big and you know it's old and the, and the history, good or bad. And uh, so, yeah, so we did that last March, and we went from 8 at night to 8 in the morning. And, um, guy and I, I mean, all we had some experiences. We too. did. We had a few. And it's just um, – it was fun, it, and I didn't feel, personally, I didn't feel uh, scared. I didn't, anything, um, I didn't feel threatened at all. I mean, all that the guys thought to themselves, but all in all, it was a positive experience. It was great. It was fun. Learned a lot. The, uh I believe his name was John. He did a, a, a one-hour uh, tour for us, uh, the whole group first, before we did the investigating, and uh, I learned a lot then. He was great. He was, you know, funny, personal, but he was knowledgeable. He told us, like, what the legend was, and then he would say, okay, now do you want to know? really what happened, you know, and I appreciated that because he was really telling what was documented, you know, they try not to make up stories, you know, and, um, but yeah, so we did that. that was, I think that was the latest one, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was Waverly Hills. So that was a very, uh, a very fun night and, um, it, it was fun doing that. I'll let, you know, we've got a couple other ones. I know Nate and Sean. I,
2: I call it a sleepover without any sleeping being done.
3: <laughs> well, and, and real quick, what's yeah. cool is, Time goes fat go fast. like it last oh, year, but I didn't, it just, you're, you're just nonstop. Like it's never a boring moment. And, um, you know, with, with Aaron knowing what she knows and she has the equipment and she knows how to do it. I mean, she's been doing it for a number of years and it was so cool. And, and so we kind of just, you know, we're new at, at this investigate. I mean, I don't even know we are investigators, but we're very, very amateur. <laughs> Scooby-Doo level. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of, we're we'll learning though. And I think we do okay. But, um, but being with Aaron, she taught us a lot, you know, so um, but yeah, so Waverly Hills was the last one that we went
2: to. Yeah, I'd have to say with the Waverly, uh, it was uh, so much fun, and we had no idea what to expect, and it was really, we've been to a couple other places, but um, it was, uh, we had some experiences, we heard noises we couldn't explain. I'm a big, I'm somebody that, can, I like to explain things away, like, okay, there's a scientific reason for this, mm-hmm. but there was things that night that we absolutely could not explain. I heard, I, nobody in our group had high heels, and we were spread out. And I, we were trying to do this little test that uh, John had told us what to try to do to get people, you know, like spirits to come out of their rooms on one of the levels. And so I was like, I'll do, you know, I'll walk down and kind of, you know, ask him. He, one thing he wanted us to do is have reverence for the spirits and say, Hey, why don't we, come, you guys, come out and talk to us? And we're here, you know, basically to learn more about you. And so I'm down, go, going down the hallway doing this by myself. And they said, just everybody keep an eye out because you'll start seeing, Some sometimes you'll see spirits come out of the room. Well, I'm doing that. And then I heard the, the footsteps, and it sounded like high heels or like hard-soled hard, hard uh, sold heels. And I thought it was somebody in another group, so I'm going down, like, who's there? Who's there? And Todd came up behind me, and he's like, what, what are you doing? And I was like, I heard, you know, somebody's shoes. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't hear anything. And then all of a sudden, he started hearing it. And it was like, who, we never, we could not find anybody on that floor that was making that noise. So it just sounded like some kind of a nurse or doctor walking up down the hallway, and that gave me the creeps, because I was like, there's got to be somebody around here. There was not, and nobody in the the group had those kind of shoes on at all. We all have walking shoes, you know,
3: to be comfortable, so So, I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then we, Nate, I don't know if he wanted to tell, we saw a shadow figure, too, at the end of the night. Oh, yeah, Nate, tell her that. Oh,
4: Uh, yeah, we're, it's getting close to time to leave, and I had a red light with me, so I shined the I tried my light down this one hallway and at the corner of the hallway you can just see a head poking out and poking back oh, in wow. Aaron saw it, I saw it, so then Aaron like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I think it's a shadow person so we started interacting and kept popping its head out around the corner, and it just, like, blew us away.
2: Yeah, we all <laughs> saw it, and I kept thinking, I kept trying to explain it away, like, I I'm, I cannot be seeing that, but so I couldn't explain what the heck that was. I just thought it was, like, eye fatigue, but it's, like, it's definitely there, so that was that was mm-hmm. so weird. And then I walked, Erin and her mother were in the hallway, and I
4: walked, not walking with them, I walked through a doorway into one of the other rooms, and I, out of my left ear, I heard uh, someone sigh. It was just a, uh, oh. Yeah. And I, I stopped and Aaron goes, whoa. I am like, did you hear that? She's like, yeah. And I was like, you heard a sigh, right? And she's like, oh yeah. I was like, yep, I heard it too. <laughs> that's crazy.
6: So, I yeah, mean, it, it a fun that's part.
1: amazing to have happen. Um, all of that, I mean, it's incredible just to experience stuff like that. It's so weird when you have something that you absolutely can't explain and, you know, you want to figure it out and figure out what's there, but there's just, you know, you saw something and you just can't explain it.
3: Yeah. It's it's something else when you're watching videos or shows and then, you know, know, talking about this stuff on a podcast that man, when we're there in person and we're experiencing something, we're just not quite sure. It's, uh, it's a whole new ball game, and it's um it's I mean it's exciting really you know mm-hmm. I mean it's kind of I mean it has a creepy factor I mean I'm not saying it doesn't but um I felt like in Waverly hills I felt comfortable there
6: yeah uh, I really it did, it I, did. I felt
3: like it was yeah it was just wanting to let you know there there are there, there is the piece, something there's a there. the piece
6: to it yeah yeah and there
3: were people there and um you know yeah I did I felt peaceful I never never felt scared um there was I guess one it was on the first floor there was an area that uh, they said that. I can't remember. Some entity wasn't pleasant. It says a lot of vulgar things. It kind of picks mm-hmm. out things that to, uh, kind of intimidate you and, and, and say things to kind of creep you out. But uh, we kind of stay, I mean, we we're in that area, but we didn't really do a lot of investigating. Kind of nearly, they do a haunted house attraction. So it's kind of on the way to that, uh, which that was kind of cool too. But um, that was about the only really area that I think there was something that we had to be careful not to, you know, instigate anything or, or be disrespectful because they said it will go after you. Um, but other than
2: that, yeah, I thought it was so happy. much in that in the at Waverly was there were uh, doors and
3: frank window
2: oh, frames God. things that said clean, and we were like, what does this mean? Clean? Like this doesn't look very clean to me. No. And it was because there's so many people came in there and did all kind of like satanic things and all kind like uh, opening up portals mm-hmm. and whatever. They said that a priest had to come in and clean these areas and so when they wrote clean that meant a priest had blessed it but they think that that demonic creature had gotten through one of these portals that had been opened and could never go back yeah so they think that's why he's obviously a little, a little kind of stuck there ticked yeah. off yeah and he wasn't original to the building
4: no um, back in october of last year we also went to uh another establishment here in indiana called the whispers estate and mm-hmm. we did an investigation there with aaron again and it's reported to be, like a lot of them, you know, one of the most haunted locations in the United States and whatnot. But we didn't have a whole lot happening at that location the night that we were there. But there was a little bit, and that was our very first true investigation. And we even with it not being a real active night, it was still a blast.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And it was creepy. Yeah. And it was definitely creepy. <laughs> it's a creepy house creepy ba- uh, history too you know Nate, Nate had a few two or three things that yeah I heard footsteps coming up the stairs and nobody was around I mean we weren't.
4: and then me close. and Aaron were uh, sitting quietly in the front bedroom and we started hearing tapping on the wall and she kept asking you know, you know can you do that again and they'd do it again and but yeah it, it just it wasn't
2: really a real act of night. During the day, that I mean, same day that we we went to Bobby Mackey in Kentucky,
6: mm-hmm.
2: and that was that we did a daytime tour through there, and that was kind of fun because it was an old um, uh, what bar uh, honky tonk, <laughs> and that was fun too. That was we went
3: with the Polys, uh Jerry and Tracy from Hillbilly Horse Stories, so that was that was fun. They had a Jerry and Tracy. Mm-hmm. They did a live one of their live shows for the podcast at Bobby Mackey's, and they're, they're friends. They know Bobby, and. Um, so we so three of us went there to obviously go for the, the live show, but then uh, they did I think it was an hour they did they broke the group or the group of people it's like forty of us uh, they did a tour, and so they took one half would go do the upstairs the the actual hockey talk and then the, then they did the other half would did the uh, basement area and then they would switch and so yeah so not only did we do the, the live show with them but we actually got a, a tour of Bobby mackeys, which is again supposed to be one of the most haunted places in America, and um it's it, it's from the 70s, and it's, uh, I mean, it's been around for probably hundreds, hundreds of years or whatever, but it's, um when Bobby Mackey bought it, I think it was in 1976 or 77, something like that, and it's still decorated and operates like you're back in 1976, so the smell, the smoke, and you still smoke in mm-hmm. there, and, I mean, the decor, you know, still got, like, wood paneling and you know, it's got the mechanical bull. I mean, it's a true hockey talk, and it's, but it's a cool place. But, um, but yeah, we, so we, yeah, so we did all that in one day. The the, the uh, Bobby Mackeys and the Whistler Estate. So we, it was a heck of a day. <laughs> cool.
1: That's amazing. I mean, those are some great locations. And, I mean, you guys had some really incredible stuff happen um, throughout your investigations. With that said, though, where would each of you like to go investigate the most in the world and why?
2: Dracula's castle. That's my number one. I love I love Dracula. He's my favorite like horror character and the history behind Vlad the Impaler. But I would love to go to and I would spend a night. I don't know that I'd sleep with Dracula's castle. That's an easy one for me.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nate, do you uh, you want to? Oh, a lot.
6: Something. Yeah,
4: there's so many places. I don't know. Probably they Maybe... <laughs> yeah salem salem would be yeah. cool go and walk around salem and uh i don't
6: know,
4: maybe a wish list would be the conjuring house
6: mm. that, mm-hmm. I, I
4: think that'd be got
3: mm-hmm. some yeah, the stories of that uh yeah there's a lot of places man it's, it's kind of like hard to to name them I or, or t- yeah i'm a tombstone fan i love the movie it's my favorite movie of all time tombstone so i say tombstone or uh as, um I think that'd be – I've heard – you know, we did an uh, an episode on on Alcatraz early on in our podcasting, and uh, that'd be a creepy place. So, yeah. But there's – yeah, like, Salem. I mean, my gosh, there's so many places, you know. So, that's a few.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are so many amazing locations out in the world. It is so hard to pick, but those are great locations. Dracula's Castle, The Conjuring House, Salem. I mean, those are all iconic, and, I mean – yeah, Tombstone is pretty cool, too. I went there, but it was super hot, so I didn't really do much investigating, because I don't really mix well. I'm like, yeah, I just, I'll turn into a ghost if I'm in the heat for too long, so I didn't really want that one. Right. We've
2: heard it's hotter than the devil's underpants there. <laughs>
6: Uh, Yeah,
1: I wasn't, like, a fan of the city in the summertime. Like, I would definitely say that's, like, a nice winter location, but Salem, I think, would be beautiful to see in, like, the fall and stuff. So I think that's part of, like, the cool thing about some of those locations is, like, you know, with the regions, the specific times of the year, I mean, really just set the scene, too, you know? I mean, Salem in the fall is, like, beautiful.
2: Halloween
3: town, right? yeah 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 well they said there's so many locations in in salem so many places like built different buildings and just the whole town is yeah some and just just the whole place is on you know and and but they have fun i mean it's a it's a cool town so yeah -hmm. sleepy hollow would be fun too. yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah oh
1: yeah yeah i mean it's it really is just amazing how many places you know, people have gone to that are so iconic, but how many have just, like, yet to be investigated as well. I mean, I think that's part of the fun about the paranormal is just, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And, you know, like you said, you know, going on investigations can leave you with, you know, more whys. Like, why is that happening than answers? But, I mean, it's so amazing to try and figure that out. Mm -hmm. Joke a lot
6: that,
2: you know, some people play golf. Some people, you know, have, have different sports that they're, they're interested in. They want to play poker, whatever they do is their, their, you know, uh, downtime. But whoever thought that we would, you know, we want to podcast and we want to do paranormal investigating. I just, I, I kind of laugh and smile, but it is, it really is so much fun. We were talking about that this afternoon when we were recording for this. And we're like, I just can't get over the fact that this is so much fun. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just a fun fact. That's why we started it with uh, fun and to help other people with our mental health community. And those are the things that just make us smile. And I, I also joke that we're either evolving or devolving into cartoon characters. Like, I find myself, like, what my life has just become, you know, I got a friend who comes across, you know, Evil never dies. It's like what what happened? Where did where did my life take a turn? Yeah. Where these are my buddies, and they are they're great people, they're yeah. great friends. But it's just it's fun. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot
3: more than I would ever have thought. To dream happen. and everything, and it's all positive. I I had no idea when I said let's do a podcast. I want to do a podcast, and then I invited Sean, and then Sean brought and Nate. But I never guessed in a million years that people would actually listen to us and, and enjoy us, and we would meet all these other podcasters and investigators and authors. We have authors that are friends and it's it's uh, we've been truly blessed with a lot of a lot of friendships that have come from this stuff, you know, and, and yeah like the investigation uh, we well I was saying in October, Sophia we're supposed to go on again with Aaron, uh, there's a place called the Indiana State Sanatorium and it's only about what, an hour and a half? hour, oh, yeah. No, no. I always forget. It's um, a little bit west of us and um, it's got a great history, and I and we've heard from a lot of people that um, a lot of a lot of uh, activity, and you will not be disappointed. I know it's hard to guarantee that, but still, they said it's pretty active, and um, it's become a hotbed for for investigators uh, from around. That all of a sudden, Indiana State Sanatorium has become, become very popular. So we're hoping to get that in October. So that, that'll be our next one. Obviously.
1: I mean, that sounds like an amazing investigation and I know we're coming towards the end of the show so tell everyone where they can find and listen to your podcast and where everyone can find you and if there's any websites upcoming interviews or events you would like to mention
3: sure sure we, we're on all the platforms uh, first of all to listen to our podcast uh, so any way and every way you you listen uh, you can find us um, you can email us, you know uh, our email is makopodcast at gmail.com to a ways, yeah, Sean likes to always say ways. so that make your podcast at gmail.com. Uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. you just type in middle-aged and creeps out, uh, you'll find us pretty easily. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's you know, we do the fun, creepy stuff, but we definitely want this to be a community, and we are mental health advocates and uh, anti-bullying. So that's a big part of what we do, a big reason. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how you can find us.
1: Well, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on today. I mean, it's been great talking to you guys, as always, and you guys are always welcome back on the show. The oh, thank you, Sophia. Thank,
4: yeah. yeah. thank you, John. We appreciate both yeah. of you. And uh, we'll, we'll take we'll, you up on that. We're thank gonna you. Have you on
1: our show again. Well, I would love that. So thank you guys so much for having me on in the past, and I look forward to being on in the future. That
6: was awesome. a great Thank show. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. <laughs> you
5: Well, thanks. Fantastic show today, Sophia.
1: Definitely. They were such great guests. I want to thank you all for listening. This show definitely not be possible without all of you, and I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye.
5: Yeah, they have a lot of events coming up, too, so I want to get everybody directly to them. So for uh, Todd, Sean, and Nate, uh, Middle-Aged and Creeped Out and Middle-Aged and Creeped Out Radio on Twitter, at M-A-A-C-O podcast, that's at M-A-A-C-O podcast. Instagram, too, as well, Middle-Aged and Creeped Out. Just type in the name, and uh, they'll pop up. And on Facebook, Middle-Aged and Creeped Out, Uh, we have upcoming. We have OC Paracon founder, producer, and broadcaster, Henry San Miguel. He'll be on uh, next week, the 24th. Uh, Two weeks from today, Sophia – oh, actually, the weekend of two weeks from today, Sophia will be a part of the Sunday broadcaster panel. That's October 2nd. Uh, Full speaker lineup and tickets – ocparacon.com. That's ocparacon.com. Author Rob Grucho promotes his uh, latest release, Ghost of England. That'll be on the 5th of November. Ventlight Communications founder and SETI researcher William Lawrence will be on the program November 12th. Ed and Lorraine Warren, Foundation Director and PERS founder, investigator, empath. Bill Slevin will be on the program November 19th. I'm saying November dates because in October... We have networks that are uh, uh, getting their talents on, too, as well, to promote throughout October. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming broadcasts. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on Facebook, the fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week.
2: Hi, this is Debbie and Xeon Ghost
4: Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli
1: on LiveParanormal.com God bless you all
6: For
0: joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hello,
2: it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino